Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy, do we have a special edition of Streaming Demons for y'all today. Today, JM Brannock's on special assignments, so I will have some special, special guests. And a matter of fact, they're so special, I won't even swear. That's right, we get $100 for a swear job every time I say a naughty word. We've got coming up, we've got, ooh, Yellow Jacket. Conjuring, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Insidious, all with some more. Hey, Jim here, and we're back. My gosh, this is our season three of Streaming Demons, and I swear that Brannock will be back one day. They were on special, special super assignment, and they've got some great adventures for you for our next episode. But for now, I've got some special guests. No, not Tara Rita. Not, no, they're not going to be here today. But we got none other than Parf. Say hello. Hello. We got Gustavo. Say hi. Uh, and sometimes we have Peter on and off. Say hello. There we go. And of course, yours truly, Jim Phoenix. Hope you're all doing well. If you are brand new to the show, good luck. Usually it's 12,000 things of Baby Yoda swearing. He's 50 years old. He's cranky. He lives in a small shell. It's like New York City, really. But we have with us some great horror shows coming up. We have some great horror experts coming up. And we are going to give you a bit of a a bit of a tease, a bit of a tickle. No spoilers coming here, no matter what. And we've got to launch this off correctly. We're going to launch this off with a movie that's near and dear to my heart, not for the, just the jump scares, but for everything that goes along with it. But none other than Conjuring, which I believe that's your movie, Parf. Parf, why do you do The Conjuring? First of all, the conjuring is related to the house. It is supposed to be haunted according to the movie. Like I, I have felt uh, many places or many houses to be uh, to be like haunted. You found haunted houses? Yep. How many? Where? Uh, like, for example, back in my country, I used, I changed like around three houses. Really? Yeah. So like uh, when I was like a teenager, no, like very small like in a primary school i felt like somebody's walking over my terrace yeah like up on the top of my roof when i like when i used to go up there's no nobody nothing it was nobody no. so nobody area nobody, stark like, yeah. was on your because area so, stark is nobody so you're saying area stark was up on your terrace maybe maybe that that's not a haunting that's a celebrity sighting so like one day uh i just like Talk to my father about it. He said, like, I'm just stupid. And, like, that's why it caught my attention. And, like, I started to browse about these things. So, like, I, and uh, eventually I brought, like, I was introduced to the movie Conjuring. Conjuring. Okay, I need to. You saw Conjuring. Do you remember how old you were? 12, 13. 12 or 13. I'm old. I'm old. 12 or 13 when The Conjuring came out. So that might have been your exorcist then. We just had a conversation. You're like, exorcism wasn't scary. Was a conjuring scary for you? 
uh, at that age a bit yeah yeah right why uh because like i was living in a so called haunted house and like i was alone and i was watching the movie at midnight and it was raining especially so wait 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 so you're alone in a haunted house and you thought what should i do in a haunted house alone i know let's watch one of the scariest movies of the year conjuring yeah. this would be a great idea at midnight yeah. what could possibly go wrong so do you see anything else after the conjuring was uh i especially felt like some of the things like were predicted and some of the things i didn't believe in it like for example in the movie it shown that like some of the incidents happened at like 3 am yeah like around 3 am like i have experienced some stuff around 3 am or 2 to 2 to 4 am so i thought it was true so you have experienced some things in your own that backed up some of the things you saw in the movie script now i do understand that you moved at least twice because because it was haunted or just because uh like like my parents like were like was supposed to move because of the job right. but like uh, they they didn't believe me so they didn't so like oh stupid kid yeah just over action imagination exactly. just over and in fact you still believe in hauntings today right yeah and that sounds back from then so if you're watching the conjuring and you said all these things would happen kind of mapped up to what your experience be some didn't what didn't match up for you for example i did i don't believe that like uh, it's like i believe that the spirits try to attack you or like right to trouble you when you are vulnerable like when you are single person but i don't think like when you are like in a group of people or when you are okay. together they try to feel their presence make you feel their presence right because you're saying spirits are more going to likely pick you up one on one versus a group presence exactly. it's versus... more easy for them like yeah. conquer and divide oh well, i get that now what did you think about the exorcisms in the conjuring i think it was pretty scary because of especially the character like it was mother was possessed yes and like she was trying to attack her own child Yes, she and did. And like the, she almost killed her like she was grab, she grabbed her. Yeah. So it was really scary and like the especially the part when she's tied up on the chair and she jumps. It was really scary. Now, do you remember the spirit that supposedly is possessing her? Yep. Who was it? It was a, like mother of the the mother of thing. Do you remember the name? Bathsheba. Now, Bathsheba the thing about I know the story about it. and for pashiba which if you want to see pashiba's search of evil was done on tna channel you can probably check out the archive right there part 1 and 2 is about the parent family and about pashiba and they're saying that is not necessarily pashiba possessing was someone else and But, maybe she was a witch or something she was yeah. doing witchcraft a lot of people who were being blamed on witchcraft back then were just independent women uh, yeah, a lot of it like those who comes back like the stronger women like oh well, they must be witches <laughs> That's where Bashiba gets a bad name historically, but the demon was the spirit was something else. Now, Andrea Perrin's book, I believe House of Light and Darkness. You can correct me when I'm wrong with that one, sorry Andrea. That one explains a lot more detail than the movie. So if you are interested in it, I can link up the book later on. I think you'll enjoy the book. It's from the people that survived the Conjuring house themselves or herself. So it's actually pretty cool. Now, The Conjuring, I remember is how many out of five? One to five Cthulhu's, one being, eh, it was okay. 
five being, oh my God, I want to watch it again and again. I'll give it like hard 4.5. 4.5, my, dude, 4.5 is amazing. I agree with it. Gustavo, you're laughing. It is amazing. 4.5? Yeah, it is, it is, it is. I, I like it also. Conjuring. Did you like The Conjuring as well? Yeah, yeah, especially, I don't remember if this was the, the prequel or yeah, they had the original, the sequel, and the prequels, the Annabelle's, and the... Yeah, I don't remember, but it was the demon up to those. Well, that, we're at some... Yeah, the, it was kind of the jump scare that, scare that everyone gets you. Yeah. There's also one jump scare the that you still get. Was that the scene uh, gave me the creeps. Really? Yeah. How old were you when you watched The Conjury? Uh, perhaps uh, 30. Why is everyone so young? Everyone's too young in this pot. I need to get waivers to see how old you guys are. My God, I think I was like 30s or 40s when The Conjuring came out. Yeah, but what I like the most about that movie is that it's similar to the same universe with Insidious, Conjuring, Annabelle. Uh, oh, like, yeah. There is no violence. It's like psychological horror. Yeah, a lot of it. Although that, that mother almost did kind of like kill the kid. And I, I hear different conjuring spirits in the background right now. I think we're calling chatterboxes. I, I think that's what we're calling it. So I, I remember that money only goes if I swear. Uh, anyone in the background swears. So that's very cool. So 4.5 out of 5. I, and I can't follow that. I can't follow that. So uh, Gustavo, you're the last person to talk. So you get to follow 4.5.5. <laughs> I'm not following that. So what's your movie? My movie is an old one. But, An old uh, one, oh. Yeah, but for me, it was the most important horror movie in my life because oh, I wow. learned a lot about the movie. It was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Elm Street, wow. Uh, it was released in 1984, I like, and I watched it uh, in 90s. I was five years old at that time. Oh, that's deep for a five-year-old. That's yeah. a deep cut. And, well, the main character is the villain. Freddy Krueger. Freddy played uh, by Robert England. Yeah, this figured man, uh, a demon basically, yeah. that appears in your dream and kills teenagers or children. Just like Justin Bieber doesn't mind. Yeah. Allegedly, I mean, he does appear in my dreams, but he allegedly kills teenagers in my dreams. No, but I mean, I was five years old and that movie trauma, well, caused a trauma in me. Oh, yeah, you were five watching Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like it's about a movie yeah, about a pedophile who kills know. kids. I don't know if that happened to you, but one time I remember, it's like uh, I couldn't sleep without the lights for now. Right. And when I was and when I wanted to go to the bathroom, uh, midnight, for example, everything was dark at home. So it's like I had to turn on the lights and run because I I I, I thought that Freddy Krueger was chasing me. So. Turns out he was. <laughs> You're still in that dream now. Yeah. No, but I, I learned a lot of that movie when I was growing up because I, I didn't was aware of the concept of child molester. Right. And it's not like explicit in the movie. It's more like implicit. But uh, this guy, uh, when he was alive, used to kill or play with kids. Yep. And he had all the pictures of them. Yeah, and I didn't understand that until I turned like eight years old, seven years old with the song. I mean, I have this song written in English because it's not my mother tongue, but in Spanish, I think it sounds more creepy. Same in Spanish, same in Spanish. It's uno, dos, 
Predicciones por ti. Tres, cuatro. Agarra el crucifijo. Yeah. Cinco, seis. Cierra la puerta. Nice. That is, that is yeah, a it's something really creepier. that uh, I mean, I come from Peru and it's, uh, the culture is similar to Mexico when it comes to death or people uh, who is dead in which uh, you can see ghosts and in the movie you will hear that song with uh, three little girls yeah. jumping the rope so oh that, yeah yeah so that is like okay more this is true this is not only in united states this can happen here in peru in my city and see that's a great uh, the fact and appeal about horror it's really international we had people from other countries watching conjuring the holy crow that can happen to me we had people from other countries watching nightmare now she going holy crow that's scary and i do agree that the spanish version sounds scarier It just sounds like a little more creepier. It's like, because I always have to translate and I just like things popping up sometimes. And I, and I might be just because I'm translating things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, uh, Freddy, come and party, party for you? Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's like, oh, that's so, so, so creepy. Now, I do not remember. It's been a long time since I saw the original. I was able to see it in the theaters. Yeah. I'm old. I wasn't five, though. I think I was in like in a junior high school, so I must have been like a teenager. I'm not saying which teen it was. It might have been late teens. It might have been 10. I don't know. But this is Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, for us, came out around the same times, and they came in our theaters, and they blew us all away because at that time, we were finally allowed to go to the theaters by ourselves. We're finally old enough. Well, I'm old enough, Mom. I'm going to go to the theater by myself. Can you give me a ride to the theater? Thanks. Can you pick me up in a couple hours? Thanks. Yeah. Oh, can I have some money for the... I'm old enough to go to the movie myself. Uh, but popcorn is expensive, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Okay. Oh, and also uh, soda. Can I, can I have money for the arcade? Can I have a couple quarters? Thanks. Okay. But I'm independent. Other than that, other than the ride there and back, the movie ticket... Mom and dad bought me the popcorn and uh, fruit and candy. No, but it was tiring a time where like, it did scare you. It scared you. Everything else is kind of like you didn't believe it or it was kind of like, oh, some people in the middle of the woods are hacking at whatever. But this is like, oh, I can't get away from it. It's my, it's in, it's in the house. Conjuring, it's a monster house. It's in the house. Yeah, but you can move houses. <laughs> Although conjuring is already attached. Uh, so but like I think for me, yeah, like something is really attached to me because like wherever I go, like something really creepy happens. For example, yeah. in India, like it was happening to me. Like I, re I like I moved to Canada, I moved to Montreal. I thought it would stop, but it still, follows. It follows, yeah. Exactly, and that's what happened in the conjuring house. Eventually, it starts attaching to people. And that's how it transfers over, and just like Freddy Krueger. You can't get away because as soon as you fall asleep, boom. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, you, you never sleep. Never sleep again. I couldn't sleep like a normal child <laughs> until I learned martial arts a bit because, and that's another thing. I you learn martial arts to fight Freddy Krueger? <laughs> not exactly. That's not how it worked. Not exactly. Young man. I, 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 uh, like, uh, overcame my trauma by watching Enter the Dragon one year later. Nice. Because it was like, okay, 
Freddy Krueger has a glove and claws and can kill me. Oh, and the guy from the Enter Dragon yeah, had the yeah. When I saw that kick of Bruce Lee uh, kicking the the guy with the scar, yeah, that kick, I mean, oh man, that man can break my chest with one kick. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I need to learn that. <laughs> No, that's amazing. Bruce Lee got a lot, a lot of us. And also, a fun fact about horror movies is like, there are no martial artists involved in horror movies. And even if there are movies associated huh. with martial arts, you can see the martial artist kicking the ass of the demon. <laughs> you know, that, that's true. I was, I was trying to think, because like, arguably Blade could be a horror movie of martial arts, and Blade, Wesley Snipes, he's a martial artist, but he's Blade. He's kicking everyone's butt. Uh, who else would be a, a high? Hey, right. Who else is like the martial artist actually going against or being the bad guy? Uh, Ray Park might be dressed up as like Darth Maul, but Darth Maul is not really a horror movie, right? Uh, what would it be? Slender Man? No, it's not really it's martial not, arts. Um, it's, it's not like a martial arts, but it's not really a villain. But I, I, I think that Brandon Lee's movie, The Crow, The Crow. The Crow. Uh, could uh, fit a bit into that category. James and Barr. If we uh, think about it, I mean... The supernatural, yeah. Supernatural power. I mean, somebody's dead and come to life again with a crow yeah. and chasing all his enemies uh, yeah. to uh, exact revenge. Frankenstein? Frankenstein! Oh, it's a classic. Which one? There's like 12,000 uh, versions. Like the, the Is it black and white? Is it brand new? No, the nearest version which one is it victor frankenstein with uh the kid from harry potter no or is oh, that i know the action movie the yeah the guy with two sticks yeah the action movie <laughs> no it's really there is an action movie of frankenstein yeah. yeah really yeah really there is there is, there is. i frankenstein or victor frankenstein oh man I, okay i'll look that one up later i like yeah, that one good. it's really good is it new uh no, not really yeah. like after in 2000s 2000s that was like Frankenstein's army, was it? No, that was like a definite harmony. Okay, I'll look that one up. See, I learned everything, something new every day. I like that. And like, they have so much action, too. So, I like <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Right? Yeah, it's really good. It's amazing because some, somehow uh, the parodies of these horror movies yeah. is like lessen the power of slayer horror movies. Yeah. But it doesn't affect the fact of the the power of psychological horror movies. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't understand why. I mean, uh, perhaps because of the physical contact, the violence inside the kind of makes more horror humor. Yeah. movies make like, oh, if that guy is going to do something to me, like uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah. No, Jason Bourne. Jason. Oh, J Jason. Okay, Jason Bourne is the spy. No. Jason from Friday the 13th is just the happy camper. Yeah, that one. For example, that, right, that guy. Only walks, so you can run. <laughs> he walks pretty slow too. And He's not really be, a driver. And you have to be virgin because he only killed people who has never had sex. <laughs> Those people who, who were having sex. Yeah, if you look carefully at all the saga, you are only going to see that he only kills uh, teenagers while they're having sex. I thought. No. Well, we'll look that one up now. I think, and then let me see, Michael Myers. Okay, for me. Aliens scared me so much as a kid that I would have to sleep with my hand over my face so the face hugger wouldn't attach as my kid. So I understand the turning on the light and running type thing. I understand that a lot. And someone entered and someone later on who worked with a friend of mine. So like, you know, that's kind of like what a face hugger would do. 
So you're basically, you're afraid of something and you're doing it to yourself. I'm like, oh, shush. Now you don't know how to sleep at all. That's horrible. I haven't been sleeping since 1982. <sighs> now, how many out of five Cthulhu's, how many would you give it? Out of five. Five being, oh my God, amazing. One being like, whatever. Uh, at that time, I would get, even today, I would give that uh, like five points. I mean, five Cthulhu's? I mean, yes, because it, it serves to its purpose. I mean, at that time, I was petrified, horrified. I, I couldn't live a normal life. So. That is it was a good movie. <laughs> See, now I can't, I don't know, five Cthulhu's. Hmm. Yeah, I almost said Resident Evil for being martial arts because Mila Jovovich does kick some butt, but she's still the good guy. You're right. It's hard to find the bad one that's actually the martial arts. Five Cthulhu's. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I can't. Okay, 4.5 to 5. Peter, you're going to go? You want to talk about Insidious? Uh oh. We're going to have, because I can't follow a five. I didn't even want to follow the 4.5, but I really can't follow a five. Or Insidious. So we have Insidious. No, I would like it. Okay. Even though I like it. So, Peter, you're talking about Insidious. Who, do you who, is that the one with, um, God, what's it? It is about the 2010 movie, I think. 2010? Yeah, it came out recently. And is this, okay, I get Insidious and Sinister mixed up. No, it's a sequel, right? There is a sequel. Yeah. Oh, is, is Insidious the sequel or Sinister yeah, the sequel? Insidious, Insidious 2 and Insidious 3. Three. Three. And then there's the Red Door. There's a Red Door. Yeah. That used to be, oh, the green door. That's how was, that, that yeah. was a club in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit too much, I guess. I've just watched the first one. Okay, the so what, okay, what happens in the first one? I can't remember. Uh, was it about a new family coming into a new house? New house, they find the tapes? Is it that one? I don't know about the tape. I think it's a kid. Okay, it's a kid, and the yes. kid starts. Abducted, I guess? Not abducted. A kid is like possessed. Okay, yeah, kids possessed. Okay. And it was a haunted house okay and kind of demon takes him into the, his dimension something exactly. okay so the most... father takes the help of some oh, the previous another, owner another, another, another woman, woman, woman who, yeah, yeah okay. who like sends him into different demand his dimension and he tries to bring him back True. To, to the, the, the red door so what what like, made so you maybe. so peter what made you how old were you saw this movie about 10 let's say i was 17. man you all suck <laughs> like I don't know, it man. Two thousand ten, you're seventeen. Me too. I mean, I was only thirteen in two thousand ten. <laughs> no one believes that. You guys are laughing way too much of that. No one at all believe that. So you guys, you saw it in the theater or at home? No. Yeah, me too. I, I didn't see it th uh, in a theater. I don't I think. Watch horror movie. Why not? I can't take it. Really? Yeah. It's too much for me. Too intensive. Like ah. For me, like a retro. I have for me, I want to, but prepare it all home. Yeah. For me, I want to, but there's not good horror movies. It, it's been a dry spell for a while. I mean, yeah. we did Cocaine Bear. That's how bad the horror has been lately. So we have Insidious. So what make it? What made you think? Oh, I need to talk about Insidious. What What made you connect with the movie? Okay, I think if I go back a little bit, my all-time favorite is Exorcist. There you go. Okay. I thought either Exorcist or Poltergeist, because Poltergeist, the person has to go and carry on to the light, and they have to do all this stuff. Yeah, the 1972 one. Yeah. So the OG, the OG, OG Exorcist, which yeah. there's been more remakes. Did you see the extended version where she's talking? She's walking on top of the ceiling? Yeah. yeah that's yeah, creepy. Yeah. 
like they should not have cut that part out. That was creepy, creepy for me. I was like, oh, why'd you cut that part out? For me, when I watched that, I was like, okay, if nothing can talk. Until Insidious. Really? Insidious cops are just nice. Yeah, it talked as, not scary as stunts. You never know when the next. The jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the music looking out on the camera, under the hallway, the clock, waiting. And that's that's something everyone here said so far. Conjuring music, the, the con, and Freddy Krueger already had the music, the, the lyrics. Insidious had the music as well, so that yeah, it sets a mood. Like one thing very common in like every horror movies is like the character who are who are like a part of the movie. Right. They are affected by the like evil spirits. You know, for example, in the Insidious, there's a red like the person playing the red demon. Uh, he was like uh, having a. He saw something like evil in the. Really? The show. Yeah. And he also he met an accident and maybe that causes that. Huh. I didn't know. That. So and that's uh, like also for example the is that three. The woman like what is the. Yeah, I know. I know exactly. Emma Warren, about... the the like, actress playing the role of Emma Warren. Yeah. Uh, M- M- Lauren, I don't know what's her name. Oh, what from the actress? No, 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 no. No, the, from Conjuring. Conjuring. She, like, when she took the role, when, like, uh, she was, like, she's, she felt very nervous and she was feeling the presence of some evil spirit. And she went back to her house. Like, she also felt the same spirits in the house. See, and, like, she used to wake up at, like, around 3 a.m. every, like, night when she was working in the, like, during the movie. And the only bad thing that happened to her was Annabelle. How yeah. weird. Oh, that movie was okay. That movie was okay. But that is, it gets in your psychology as an actor. You bring it home with you. Was that what you did? You brought Insidious home with you? Came to your room and said, hello. <laughs> We're going to go to Montreal today. No, but it's fun. I mean, horror movies has this uh, suspense uh, attribute. Yeah. When something bad is going to happen, it's like, not the music, but it's like everything is inside. And so it's the can, counterpoint. And you can identify with, with that moment, because in life happens also. It's in the moments in between. Like in silence, and you are alert, and oh, somebody, somebody, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> Usually, exams. When it's everyone silent, exams are happening. That's something very bad. So you're saying, Peter, you're saying that it was scary. It hooked you. It is the scariest thing since The Exorcist, right? Yes. And. Have you watched all the Exorcist movies in the TV show? There's like three, five, actually like four movies now. The prequels and whatnot, and there's a TV show. The TV show's not that bad. The first season, got Gene Davis in it. So you can't go wrong with Gene Davis. So you, you have that, but you say that one episode of Insidious beats it all. For my Oh, no, of course. Rest, of course not. But for me, I think it affected me because that night I was. Oh, there you go. I came back drunk from a breakup, so it was cool. I want to watch a horror movie. Exactly. Make my life. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, no. It's a teenage romance. You, you, you enter into a Kafka stage. Exactly. Yeah. Kafka, not Kafka. Kafka. So, did it help? I'm wondering. They have uh, make me forget my relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe puke maybe at the end of the night. <laughs> so in a way, it purges your demons one way or the other, as yeah. they say. That's not... see for 
I remember when I was going to my room, the light switch was at the beginning of my bed. So I had to jump from the door to my bed. <laughs> oh, it's like the P run that Gustavo was yeah, doing. Guys, so here, there, there like, boom. Yeah. So everyone is like, Somebody's chasing me. Same is scared. I dig it. Man, I don't think I was. Do you think then feeds into our fear of the dark, or do you think movies prey on our fear of the dark? Are we just naturally afraid of the dark, or is it reinforced because of movies usually in our dark time? It's the demons and the characters and nuns that turns evil. Nuns are always evil. Uh, the nun was like a really good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. True. Like, like the story was like okay, but like for me, the like direction and the put like all this, yeah, remember it, it was amazing. visually it was nice. Very movie. Good movie. Yeah, I only watched the number two, but it was fine. I watched it in the movie theater and I felt uh, like, especially the part when the you know, yeah. the, the nun falls from the like when the farmer, yeah, he's going back to his home in the night after leaving the priest and the nurse nun the nun falls from the tax yeah from, no 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 she falls like she's hanged from the tree she hangs from a tree i love looking at it dude you can't be looking at that that's a strong yeah, of you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i like he, he's really me too i was scared of the is he the one that the end credits they keep going and the, exactly. they continue, and that turns out to be the first story yeah. from the beginning of the Conjuring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, cross yeah. was like a, that, that was like the, the first the, exorcism. Yeah, uh, cool. I dig it. Now for Insidious Peter, what did you give out of a five Cthulhu's? One to five Cthulhu's, one being good, five being amazing, and we've got a special special guest. Come on in. So what would you give it out of five Cthulhu's? Uh, I'm generous. I give it three point eight. Three point eight. My gosh, 3.8. You know what? I can follow that, but after this break. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I can't follow that. Dang it, I have to follow that. I'm the only one left. So, all right, I am talking about Yellow Jackets, the movie on, I think, Showtime Star or something like that. I don't know, Crave. I don't know. I'm in Canada right now, so Crave has everything. I think it's Showtime for y'all in the States. Yellow Jackets Season 2 is coming out. It is spooktacular, it's scary, it's psychological, it's all a bunch of things. It's old people, it's young people, it's old and young people combined. It's got a cast and crew that I'm not going to get into right now. But I will tell you this. I have been showing people who are not horror fans Yellow Jackets and they get hooked in. They get hooked in because it's a dramatic story and it shows the consequences of your youth. Misbegotten youth, misspent youth, missed everything else. And the greatest thing about Yellow Jackets is, is, of course, we've got some people guest starring in from The Last of Us. Actually, I think The Last of Us, we had people from Yellow Jackets. We had Melanie Alinsky. The weirdest thing about The Last of Us is, HBO, I'm so sorry, you guys dropped the ball a lot on your PR. What can get no love from you? That's why we stopped following Last of Us. But to be straight out, maybe you didn't need us. I don't know. But Showtime retweeted something I did for HBO because... We dropped Melanie Alinsky's name in it. And that's how much love Showtime has for their shows and their properties that they should. And HBO didn't, so uh, whatever. But we've got some amazing cast. We've got some Sophie Thatcher. We've got two Sophie, Sophie Thatcher, Sophie Nelsie. We've got a lot of Sophies in this one, man. Juliet Lewis is in it. Tony Cypress, Christina Ricci. Juliet Lewis and Christina Ricci. Okay, I don't know how old you all are. 
But if you haven't seen Juliet Lewis or Christina Ricci, you have not seen A, Sleepy Hollow, or B, Stranger Things. These are some massive, massive, massive stars, and they play the old and the young. Now, what I do like about Yellow Jackets. I won't give no thing away for season two. I'm just telling you season one. It's insane. If you haven't heard the story, it's a girls soccer team. I know it's redundant saying girls in soccer because only girls play soccer anyways. Like, that's not a guy sport. So, anyway, I guess it's a soccer team that they're going out to this nationals or state or state nationals. Who knows? Who cares? As my good do- friend, Dr. Payne. Who cares? There we go. And they are in a plane and crash. It crashes down and there's blood, gusts. And I love looking at it. You do not love looking at that. I don't know who you are, young lady, but you do not love looking at that. So, we're saying that. And they have to survive. And then their manager, their equipment manager, sabotages them. They have the radio, the transponder. They're like, oh, we'll be found. The radio, the transponder, the black box, though, they're going to find the signal. And she beats the crap out of it. That's why they get stranded for like a year in the middle of nowhere in a cursed haunted cabin, by the way, in the beginning. So it actually kind of fits up for your thing. And they have bad dreams, really bad dreams, because they eat magic mushrooms and they get high as a kite. Bad dreams. And I'm pretty sure uh, something insidious happens, which is all three movies right there. But that's why I like this. It, it deals with the consequences of what you happen in your youth, and it deals with it in a way that even sometimes maybe none of us we were crash landed in the middle of nowhere. We had to probably eventually eat each other. I don't know. I'm guessing that's what they did. It looks like from the very first episode, someone's about to be eaten because they fall through a, a, a bungee pit. The, the old pits uh, via, used to be in Vietnam where they had the, the spikes and they have some covering. People fall and they kind of get skewered on the spikes or they get trapped on the spikes, right? And so they're taking that meat out. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the equipment manager is the, is the head pumba. So it's a reversal of roles. It's kind of like Lord of the Flies with soccer. And the aftermath of thereof. Now, I won't give any spoilers away. I haven't seen the second season anyways. I've seen like, you know, like an episode of the second season. I've seen a half of the second season. I'm like, oh my gosh, second season, I can't wait. But the first season is amazing. It is addicting. We're talking about binge watching before, like Netflix binge watching. I'm like, yes, this is the, one of the things where I just watched it the entire time. And I was sad when I caught up. I'm like, I'm caught up? No, I want all of them right now. I got used to binge watching. They ever do that? They ever binge watching? It's like, oh, then you have a show that is released that's once a week. You're like, why is it just once a week? I want to watch them all right now. Game of Thrones, we hear you, but that's with it. Game of Thrones has massive ratings. Last of Us has massive ratings because they did once a week instead of binging. Like, you must be here this week. And we're going to make you want to watch next week. You know, we have we got Mandalorian, of course. They both do once a week and sometimes thrice if yeah, Kara Thrice, see, she's actually in Baby Yoda now. No, that strike reverse the Mandalorian. But we have all this. Now, okay, this is season two. I get it. I can't give you a firm episode in season two. Like, I, I just can't give it. I didn't watch it. But knowing Yellow Jackets and knowing what my desire for season two, I'm going to give Yellow Jackets out of Cthulhu's. We're talking about cinematography, location, all these things coming together. 4.5 Cthulhu's, that's my final offer. So I kind of tied with Parf, Conjuring 4.5, eh, 5 for Freddy, I get it. But 3.8, we stomped you, son. 
3.8, we smashed your 3.8. There's no way in heck we're doing a 3.8. Not on my show, no surgery. No, 3.8 is pretty good. 4.5, I think that's my final offer. Now, it's been a long, long show. And all we have to say is eventually we want to get home and get grandma's cookies. And on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix. Wait, do you guys have any of the blog? Plug, Parth? Plug? Plug? I'm going to plug. Plug your pile, Jimbo. Oh, Payne says plug my pile. So it must be time to go. Megadeth beer. Okay, Megadeth beer, if you're listening, I think Payne's out. So if we know if we need more one thing, it's Megadeth beer because, gosh dang it, without Megadeth beer, Payne's just. That's Payne, we'll get, you, we'll get you some beer, buddy. We'll get you some beer. You better, Jimbo. So on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, and our special, special guest, Parth and Gustavo, and Peter. And remember, next time we got J.M. Brannix coming back with a box human squared, or just themselves, whatever it is, all that and more on the next, next Streaming Demons, or this Streaming Demons, some Streaming Demons. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, everyone. Under a video here. Oh, Tara Reed. Tara Reed, go away. You came in too late. Sorry, Tara Reed. Next time. Next time, Tara Reed. I hear a cat.